0: Hi there.
1: Hello, friend.
0: You're listening to Despair on the Air. On the internet. I'm Gary. And I'm Andy. Hey, Andy, who do we have tonight?
2: We got a band that can be spelled in Just two emojis.
0: Okay, cool. From where?
2: Chicago. Wow, wow, we wow. And what number of episodes is this, Gary?
0: Seventy-five.
2: Ooh, that's three quarters. Heck yeah! That's three quarters of one hundred, which is seen as the biggest celebration for episodes. What do you who do you think is going to be on episode one hundred, Gary?
0: Um, I'm still hoping it's Blue Men Group, but. Who knows?
2: I was the crazy frog.
0: Crazy frog? Has Crazy Frog been doing anything? How about Gummy Bear?
2: Miko Hasune herself.
0: Oh. LL Cool J.
2: (laughs) Frank Sinatra. Anywho, to introduce our very cool band of the week, okay, cool, we have their very recent single, Divers, off their upcoming EP, Surrealist, set to release. March 26, which is right around the corner.
0: Yeah, it's Friday.
2: Friday. But before that, we got another song, Gary.
0: What is it? It's "Bizarre Affection" by Future Teens from the recently released EP "Deliberately Alive."
2: So stick around, cool teens.
0: Okay, cool teens.
2: How was your skateboard trip? In your middle parts in your baggy jeans
0: Yeah, you gotta kickflip to, down to the Taco Bell And get yourself a Baja Blast
2: Get that, ooh, iced coffee
0: Woo woo woo, iced Frappuccino
2: Do you identify as a millennial, Gary, since you're
0: 1996? Um, Angie, you're Gen Z, right?
2: I d- it's technically the first year is 1997,
0: so yes Hey, Gen Z, you can suck it You can't tell me what to wear Cause I've been rocking this side part Since you had Kermit on your underwear So cute!
2: I think what's funniest about this Is our Zoom photos, you have a side part And I have a semi-middle part (laughs) If it's like a couple centimeters over It's it's
0: It's not really a middle part
2: but it's like, it's not like on the side, though, either. It's like, yeah, I'm halfway. A I'm quarter depressed. part. It's a third quarter quarter part. part. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the very, very fun episode, an interview we did with, okay, cool. On. Despair.
0: On the air. On BFF.
2: Dot FM. Yeehaw. there hello friend
0: you're listening to despair on the air
2: on the internet
0: i am gary
2: and i'm angie and today for our 75th episode we have a
3: very cool band okay cool please introduce yourselves hi i'm Haley from okay cool (laughs) hey i'm bridget from okay
2: cool (laughs) That's it. That's the band. Very cool. Okay.
0: <laughs> and then in your Facebook, bi- in your Facebook bio, you said you're uh, Wario and Waluigi in real life. Who's a oh. Wario and who's a Waluigi?
3: Uh, I'm Wario and I'm Haley and Bridget's definitely Waluigi.
4: Yeah, I got those long legs and my purple overalls and uh, my uh, long mustache. Yeah,
3: our mustaches that are the same.
4: Yeah, our classic signature mustaches.
3: I
2: love that. Does that mean there is technically like an alt universe okay cool band where it's Mario and Luigi and maybe they're like Christian rock? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Probably.
4: Yes,
2: confirmed.
3: Everything's possible.
2: Very, very nice.
3: Anything I, you can
4: believe.
2: <laughs> what would the what would the opposite of like the like alt of okay cool be it'd be yeah, like Yeah, it would
4: absolutely be Christian butt rock.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I love
4: butt rock. It would be yeah. like And Jesus.
2: It'd be like <laughs> nice yeah <laughs> what, what nice good job nice good job there we go all right okay. lane
4: fine, Adequates.
2: Yes. fine. adequate yes oh, that's a good bad name <laughs> which i think <laughs> before we get into the thicket of the interview i wanted to ask though i read um recently that your band name was like sealed because you realized you could write it with only emojis could you help us quickly come up with a few band names that are emoji only for the folks listening
4: eggplant sunshine <laughs> <laughs> that's good oh uh, with that one mad guy with the red face Maybe cowboy worm. cowboy worm.
3: <laughs> cowboy worm yeah. oh somebody's gonna snatch it up right now clown prayer hands I guess. <laughs> <gasps> oh yo clown prayer clown prayer <laughs>
4: yeah that dancing lady she's a hoot. I love it. There's a little grasshopper. Grasshopper Creepy Moon. Nice.
3: <gasps> yeah. The you possibilities album. Are, are
4: endless, dude. That's a good
3: idea if you need a band name. Just start being an idiot.
2: Yeah, instead of doing yeah, just honestly. generators, just p- open your phone with your most recent emoji.
0: Ping pong bagel. <laughs> Ping pong bagel. Nice. Yeah. That's
2: all you need, folks. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess, though, to get into the real thicket of things, how did you each individually start making music, and then how did you come together to form
3: this band? Um, So I started playing guitar when I was, like, maybe 10 or 9 or 10 because I saw a bright green guitar in a Walmart and I was like yo I want that and then my parents got me one that was not bright green or exciting
1: um,
3: but I played it anyways uh, and it worked out I took music lessons for a long time and then I ended up switching over to bass um, as my primary instrument and then that's that's pretty much that
4: yeah yeah um... I started guitar, or I guess I started piano in, in like third grade, um, shifted around a French horn and trumpet and stuff like that and started guitar in like fifth grade. And then I was in school band for a while. Um, and then I went to like this kind of like independent little rock school before there was like school of rock and stuff like that. It was just like in my hometown. Um, and that was like my first experience, like playing with people in like a rock setting and, and playing on a stage. And I was really bad. And it's fine that I was bad because I was young. I have to keep reminding myself. Um, but But yeah, that's how I got started. And then I met people through there that wanted to do more with stuff. And then we eventually just like played our own shows. And I got really interested in doing just independent stuff from there and seeing who else I wanted to play with
2: definitely and then you ever get that green guitar no, no
3: but honestly if i looked at it now it probably be very ugly it was like lime green like very bright obnoxious like first act guitar so oh yeah <laughs>
4: nice chartreuse
3: yeah I'm, I'm above that now
4: no you're not <laughs>
2: <laughs> sometimes things though they're so atrocious that it's actually like f- in style it's like this is so bad it comes to that's our
4: br- dude that's our brand. <laughs>
2: That's my brand a little bit, too. Sometimes nice. I see something at the TJ Maxx. I'm like, this is so bad. <laughs> TJ Maxx. Oh, I feel yeah, like Maxx-nista. I can make it work.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, and
4: then how we started.
3: Oh, how we started. Yeah. Um, so me and Bridget, uh, I was actually, we were in a cover band. And I was looking for, um, this is pre-Bridget being in the cover band. But yeah. our drummer had dropped out. And so I had found her on Facebook um, like a few months before that, even because our guitar player dropped out like a few months before that. And I was just kind of scrounging around um, looking for people on Facebook and she had like a guitar in her profile picture and that was it. Um, so I just messaged her and she was like, no, I'm not really like playing guitar right now. Um, I'm kind of focusing on drums. So then when our drummer left, I was like, oh, are you still focusing on drums? And she was like, yeah, I guess. So um, we started playing in that and then we started playing in Weekend Run Club together. Bridget was in that and she invited me to play with them and they're great and we love them and then now um now we are just doing this so do you have
1: anything
4: to add? yeah I have something That so this kind of started in quarantine last year um just because we were bored and we live close and we were bored and we wanted to try writing because you know the the first three songs that we wrote were was Anomia and that was like yeah, that was our first experience with songwriting, um, and the first song we wrote was "Ice Skates." And once that kind of came together? We were like, "Oh, this can actually work pretty well." Like, let's keep going and see what else we want to make. And then, as we keep making things, like, I don't know, these ideas just kind of bubble up when when we feel them or, or when I'm inspired to write or or vice versa. Um, and sometimes, like, if we're just hanging out, like, you know, we can we're f- free to jam like whenever we want. So. It never really comes as, like, a, a forced thing to us. It's just kind of... I just think it was, like, pretty natural to happen eventually.
2: Awesome.
0: When you were teens, what bands did you go crazy over?
4: All right. Well, this is embarrassing. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll lay it all out for you. Um, I was just, <laughs> went in high school... Whoa. The first bands I listened to like pretty much ever was like Green Day, Blink-182, which I would say still kind of hold up today. But in high school, um, I listened to a lot of Pierce the Veil, um, yes. My Chemical Romance, Bring Me the Horizon.
2: Yes. <laughs>
4: yeah, you were there. <laughs> I was there. I was at the 2013
2: warp Tour of Bring Me the Horizon. You had to be there. You had to be um, there.
4: And then also just stuff like I was really into like Neck Deep and State Champs and I had my whole pop punk era
3: um i think it's important to say we're both sidewalk sleepers for some various bands that we've both really liked so yeah, one of uh, those is um 21 pilots that we both kind of lost our shit over in high school um for a while there um and then i guess i'm in a little bit less heavy stuff than bridget was in high school like like fall out boy or, or panic at the disco um you know a little little grosser i don't know it's s- all gross now to think about <laughs> <laughs>
2: By sidewalk sleepers, do you mean, like, camping out to,
3: like, get tickets? Oh, yeah. Like, you wake up really early and you go, like, sleep on the sidewalk and wait for a show, so. Amazing.
4: Yeah, I can't count. I think we've been to, like, nine 21 Pilots concerts and, um, like, we would be camping out in, like, the snow and I would be dressed up like someone from the music video. Like, it was definitely a whole thing. I do have 21 Pilots tattoo and I don't regret it because... Um, like the meaning to it still holds true and yeah. um, the song's still good. So, you know, but that's yeah, I think our taste has definitely evolved since then to a little more um,
3: just, you know, broader indie alternative genre. We were both sleeping on the same sidewalks before we knew each other though. Yeah. Cause we, we didn't meet until college. So that's, that's amazing. Think about
2: Would you guys have absolutely feral if
3: 21 Pilots was like, would you like to open for us? I would lose my mind. Still to this day, I would lose my mind.
4: No, I respectfully decline. I'm kidding, (laughs) I'm kidding. No, I would absolutely, yeah, I would go crazy. I mean, I would probably do terribly at that concert. No, well, okay. Yeah, my original musical idols, sure. For sure, dude. (laughs) But yeah.
2: No, that reminds me too of this unfortunate TikTok I saw this uh, morning where this girl was like working somewhere and a younger like teen was all like, I like your 2014 Warped Tour shirt. And she's like, oh, thank you. And the kid was like, so where'd you thrift it? and no. it stung so bad because i have like a 2013 warp tour shirt and i'm like oh the kids are the kids aren't aware listen warp tour was fun it was
3: <laughs> i think my oldest concert t says like 2012 on it yeah that was from my first concert when i saw foo fighters
2: oh <gasps> yeah. my first concert was red hot chili peppers
4: wow uh, I- my first concert was american idol all stars
2: <laughs> yeah oh. Do you remember who was like the stars at the time? Taylor Hicks. <gasps> the guy from Alabama. And the ladies go wild. <laughs> Very cool. I think I lived in Alabama at the time and like everybody was going so like wild.
4: Everyone lost their shit over him.
3: I kind of missed the collective like joy over watching American Idol and then talking to like your classmates the next day about it. Yeah. Simple. It was. I-
2: I feel like when The Voice came out, there was still a little bit of that, because I remember going, like, absolutely insane over Melanie Martinez, who had a completely different aesthetic yeah. when she was on The Voice. It was very, like, she yeah, and out. her, with, like, the little dresses and the Peter Pan collars and the... And then all of a sudden, I remember being so excited for her when she, like, got her little record deal, but then she had, like, the very, like, sexualized baby stuff going on that was like, Huh? Was like, yeah, I never like,
3: got into her, but my little sister did. I know she's got some like weird shit, but yeah. <laughs> but there's no Simon Cowell, there's no Paula, there's no Randy. It's just not the same. I know their chairs spin, but yeah, their
4: well, their chairs do spin. Yeah. So I feel like that cancels it out.
3: They
2: do have a little bit of like they try to force a, like a romantic vibe between like Blake and Adam Levine,
3: which Man, is funny for like cool. five it's minutes. It's a real but... life show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He said, he said there's no bands anymore. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Get out of here, Adam. I know! <laughs> he thinks he's the last band. I know. Shut up. Maroon 5? Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay, Maroon Did 5 rocks.
2: Okay. Used, I used to <laughs> go off to them in the car when I was little. I mean,
4: songs about Jane's classic. Yeah!
2: I don't know what happened. Every, I mean, then they got more popular, which is fine. Usually, It typically happens to bands like that. But I don't understand where his consensus is. There's no bands. It's like, Buddy,
4: look out the window! I mean, it
0: says the guy who does, like, car commercial pop. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Literally, like, that's, bro, you're not even looking. You're not even in that same realm of reality anymore, man.
2: No. I mean, he could have very much... Said in like a better thing like hey you know i wish there were more like bands that are getting like the big like bucks and the big roles you know it's a lot of individuals but instead it was just like there's
4: no-, no bands
0: there's no bands i mean yeah, like dude, if you
4: dis- just thinking about like all the ways that famous people could use their platform and then they don't it i know so
2: frustrating bad opinions all around
0: i mean they could just, you could just listen to the despair we have bands
2: we got bands
3: yeah we should tell them hit us up adam levine
2: yeah, absolutely. Gary, yeah. were you a big fan of American Idol, The Voice? I did.
0: I watched. It was a fam. It was a whole family household event.
2: American Idol, The oh, yeah. Voice.
0: American Idol. It, we died down. And watched like we didn't The Voice. Like the first season of The Voice, but like American Idol. Like the first what, five, six seasons of American Idol was like the jam. Yeah, that's really. Be- yeah. especially
3: the auditions.
2: The auditions. So
0: funny. the auditions. The yeah. auditions. are insane.
2: There's like a lot of famous people now who had American Idol auditions, and they're like, "Here's my thing, like, like indie darlings and stuff." They're like, "Here's my like American Idol audition." They're oh like, yeah, from I- back
4: in the day, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Remember pants in the ground?
2: I Hope do not forget. remember
4: that he died.
0: He oh, died? No, you
4: he guys died? Didn't know that? No, <laughs> didn't know that. I'm so sorry. Um, no. Yeah, he died. Wow, he's dead. <laughs>
1: <day>. <laughs> yeah, no, I- you, think
4: his, you think his pants are still on the ground? <laughs> They're in the ground now. Damn! Really makes you think. <laughs> it's like there. Yeah, they're in the ground. It's in the ground. Rip. Depending if he was cremated or not.
0: I'm gonna. I may keep this or edit this, but here's here's a here's the audition. I think it's like 2011.
5: Called pants on the ground. Oh, the I remember. I do. I
0: was was like, like, about. need to put pants up. All
5: right. Okay. can I say you all. Okay, ready. One, two, three. Pants on the ground. Pants on the ground. Looking like a fool with your pants. Oh yeah.
4: I can only hope to have that kind of legacy.
0: He was also a general.
4: A general, like in the army, general. Yes.
0: Wow. He's a veteran. That guy should have wrote an autobiography before he died. I know. Sounds like a
3: crazy story.
2: Someone needs to record his story. Oh, God, I was about to do that.
4: You don't have the rights, you can't say that? I know. Oh,
0: he's a political rights activist.
4: Yes! More like, was. Heyo.
0: Oh, all, all right. right. <laughs> Wikipedia says he didn't die.
2: What? He's yeah, back. he's back. <laughs> he did a Jesus.
0: Wait, 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 wait.
4: <laughs> no, I definitely know he died.
0: Oh, no. Kill him? This audition, like, a year ago, um... I don't, I don't know. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait.
1: There's
0: a, a there's another... Th- oh, wait. They say he, there's an article from 11 years ago. Rumor control. General Larry Platt is not dead. Okay, oh. but what about
4: now? Yeah. That was 11 years ago. He, Something could have changed. Old man, <laughs> <laughs> nothing since oh. he died.
2: I
0: don't know.
4: Sick. Okay.
2: Maybe Great. he just went off the grid. Oh, respect.
0: Yeah, there's not, there's nothing else online. Maybe he's really good at being off the grid.
2: Dude, that's awesome. That is cool. Well, wherever you are, General, I hope your your pants are on the ground. Still on the ground <laughs> to yeah. this day. Respect. Yeah, dude. I don't think we've ever asked on this show, Gary, what your first concert is. Do you even remember?
0: Uh, like, a real concert? Because I've been to, like, mm, like, classical music concerts, like, before I saw band bands. But I was kind of like, bands sure yeah probably like an in-store it was one of the a record um our local record store fingerprints i did, did in store i think my first real concert i think it was palma violets but like it was it was like a, a niche like indie band at, at, at that time but like That's
1: okay of a story though
0: yeah i didn't really get to go shoot shows as, 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 as i was younger because everything was like 18 21 plus
1: Mm -hmm. Um, in
0: my town so and like you got to go to LA to to even or like at night but like I was in middle school like you know high school like my parents didn't let me do that
2: yeah I was like one of like three kids at that entire giant stadium of like Red Hot Chili Peppers fans really yeah there weren't a lot of kids at it I got contact high it was fun oh my god my mom took me we had a blast
4: that's awesome. Yeah, my my dad took me to a Day to Remember concert once. Yeah. And uh, yeah, not his element, but he stuck through it. So
3: props to my dad. That's a weird age when you can't drive yourself places and your friends like also can't drive. So a parent has to like go.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Whether it's your friend's parent. Yeah, <laughs> your friend's parent or your parent has to like come supervise you and your friends. Like yeah. just standing in there having a bad time in the crowd. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs>
2: So we were wondering if you can remember some of the first places or venues you have played at, like, as this band or as um, separate musicians where you felt really comfortable. And then maybe who were some of the first people you shared the stage with that made you feel really comfortable and, like, inspired as a musician?
4: Yeah. The question is interesting, comfortable, because, like, I don't know, man. I can't – who – maybe I still am – not truly comfortable on stage. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I have I have like a pretty high degree of, I would say like stage fright every time I go on. Um, and sometimes it'll dissipate more than other times. Like I think if it's going really well, if a lot of people showed up or, you know, the groove is just really, really tight. Like sometimes it'll kind of dissipate and I'll be able to have fun. Um, but I think like the more and more mistakes that I make, I think that kind of will you know make me more and more anxious and feel less comfortable because at that point it's like damage reduction and I'm just trying to like get through it um but I'd say like shows that went really well were probably um we can run club played a sold out show at chop shop that was chop shop yeah um and we also played one at B Kitchen in Chicago um and those were two shows that were just a blast i think whenever you get like a like lights for you i think that just kind of changes the game so much like you really kind of feel like special um and then you can always just tell like you know the energy in the room helps too and i guess if i'm just on my game and i've practiced i think that's when i'm able to feel most comfortable
3: i think most of the chicago scene is like super super welcoming and nice too so like I, i don't know we the show we played at uh beat kitchen was with violet crime splits um August Hotel, yeah, and they were all just, like, great, and they made us feel, like, really happy and excited to be putting out, like, our album, because that was our album release show. Um, So everybody's, like, super supportive and kind. Uh, I think I started out, like, in a cover band. We started playing when I was, like, 13, so um, there's this little, like, pub in my town called Lamplighter Inn um where we would go and just play like an open mic and it was always just like weird old guys at the bar but they were super nice and like supportive too so i don't know everyone's just very kind if you're putting yourself out there a lot of the time awesome
4: yeah and as for that other question i think like some of the first people you play alongside comfortable or inspired as musician, i mean definitely Haley. i think also just because we're friends so it's like that's just it's just so easy to like connect especially if we're doing rhythm section it's its so easy just to kind of get in each other's groove you know
2: mm-hmm. absolutely
3: absolutely
2: <laughs> so
0: yeah would you care to talk about your favorite gig memory
4: favorite gig memory ever mm.
3: I for me it has to be um when we were in indiana was that south bend that we played the no, the the Whitewater Rafting Show. Oh, so yeah, yeah. So we yeah. we got invited to this show that was super, super cool. Um we we got to like go up to Indiana. They got us like a hotel, they like bought us food and like we had drink vouchers, big outdoor stage in the summertime. Yeah. It was beautiful. And it was right next to this like river area, and they were giving away like whitewater rafting. tickets or whatever so you could just like go like raft down this river and we did it before we played and it was just like such a fun day like the whole day, it just felt like, you know, we're out on tour kind of because we're staying in a hotel. We're doing a really fun outdoor activity, like watch some bands, eat good food. It's really nice summer day. It just was great.
4: Yeah, like when you're when you're out there playing gigs, I mean, there's so many gigs where you're lucky if you even get paid. So to, to have someone say, you know, hey, we're giving you a hotel room and you get to play the stage and we're paying you like... I don't know I just I felt like so valued and like as a band we've just like felt so valued like we were actually you know worth something which is is tough because especially with you know how many people are in music these days it's it's so so hard sometimes to get that validation or to get that recognition so yeah it felt like a lot of hard work had paid off so I would I would probably agree with you that was a really fun day
2: absolutely oh my gosh that sounds like one of the
3: funniest things ever.
4: Yeah, and then everyone came up to us afterwards and bought some merch. Just whenever strangers buy merch, dude, oh my gosh. That mm-hmm. is so kind.
3: You know what? There's another one. There was um it's kind of similar. It's like when we were at this show in Ohio, we were on tour. It was the first like one of a a set of tour shows and it was just like this girl's like garage And um, her house was kind of like a cabin and it was like huge fields and she had like basketball and like scooters out. And it felt like we were like 10 years old at summer camp. And it was just like the sun setting. We're just like listening to music. And her dad made us like hot dogs. It was just like so wholesome. It just felt so fun. That does sound wholesome.
2: We
4: love to go on the road. Can't wait to do it again.
2: Absolutely. And then before we cut to break, Correct me if I'm wrong, Gary, but I think you, y'all are our first Chicago-based band to be in the show. I, we've had Indiana bands, we've had Canadian bands, but I think you're our first Chicago guest, right, Gary?
0: Yes, I think. Nice. I'm pretty,
2: I'm 99% sure, um, but with that in mind, what is it about the Chicago scene that, like, makes you proud of your, like, home turf?
4: We have a lot of different venues, like of all sizes and for, you know, different scenes as well. Like there's a lot of places to play here. You have like really small bars like, um, what's that one? Oops, Lincoln Man Park. Tavern. Yeah, G-Man Tavern. You got Tonic Room. These very like, you know, small, intimate rooms. And you got these huge places like um, Chop Shop is pretty big. United Center even. Metro is pretty big. Um, so there's there's a lot of different opportunities for bands at, at kind of all levels to, to find their place and find what would fit best for them. Um, and just because I guess it's a metropolitan area, there's just a lot of different promoters here, too. Um, so as, as saturated as the scene can be sometimes, I think there's a lot of different places for you to try and at least give you the opportunity to pitch yourself or, or throw your name in there. That's what I like about it
1: absolutely
3: it's definitely like scalable like you can start with like there's house shows and then we're we're near like surrounding suburbs so you can even drive out and there's venues like in every little town around us too so there's just a lot of opportunity and a lot of really cool other bands awesome
2: well we are going to cut to a quick break to listen to some tunes but then we'll be right back
0: on the spare on the air That was the first half of the interview with OK Cool. You're listening to National Despair Radio.
2: NDR.
0: NDR.
2: Do not resuscitate.
0: Do not. That's DNR.
2: Oh, I don't know my letters.
0: You are fired from public radio. Oh. Now you got, but you still got to give me my iced coffee. Okay i'm kidding
2: but anyway intern wait i'm the intern should i say it or should you say what's we're gonna play
0: whatever flows on your boat
2: i'll say it we got a big old block of tunes we've been laughing and goofing with okay cool but let's get groovy with the songs okay a single by the dunes
0: which can also be spelled with one emoji okay
2: that's true a little nice. bit of a theme
0: yes and then we got picked by okay cool it's called change your mind by the band nectar
2: that's a 2018 track and then we got a 2019 track another pick from okay cool from the band girl k the song speed racer
0: speed racer and we're gonna speed down to the song home by Unlucky Sunny, which just came out on March 5th.
2: And to close off the block, one more pick from Okay Cool, the song Do and Die by t from the This Is Your Only Warning, all caps EP.
0: Yes. What is your only warning? What do you mean? Like, if some, someone did something, like like what would the final warning be for?
2: Oh, like what, if I would bite them or something?
0: No, no, it'd be like, you stole my fizzy lifting tricks.
2: I stole my dream journal. I
0: stole my dream journal.
2: Mr. Electric had him expelled immediately.
0: That movie was a fever dream.
2: That movie, I like The Ice Princess.
0: Ooh. You wanna watch it? No i i have it somewhere i'm on good DVD. i'm so good i, really I have it somewhere i'll send it to you
2: i'm so good i'm so good i really don't want to
0: i have the three glasses for it too if you want to watch I'm it i'm good <laughs> and blue and red
2: i'm so good but thanks
0: and glorious for adp 3d i'm
2: gonna enjoy these great tunes instead
0: on this spare on the air on
2: bff.fm <laughs>
1: you need a paper bag
6: to breathe into it from your lungs, I could be one.
1: She comes.
5: But it's just my life
4: are doing it all
0: your friends are doing it all your friends are doing all it, your are doing all, it. Your are doing all your friends are doing it. doing it
4: all your friends are doing all it all
0: your friends are doing
4: it <laughs> best frequencies forever
0: <laughs> and we are back
2: and we are back with our new pals okay cool
4: we out here <laughs>
2: well to get back into the swing of things what can you tell us about your upcoming ep surrealist
4: i can tell you it will be out on friday march 21st 2021 26th. yeah six twenty. no march 26th. march yeah that's what i said, said 21st. i literally guys
1: <laughs>
4: back me up <laughs> all right anyway it's on march twenty sixth. it's coming out uh, it's five tracks, uh, about 12 minutes long. Very quick listen, you know, easy, breezy, beautiful. Get in and out, you know, we don't like to stick around. We don't like to take up your time. Um, and it's just a sound that we're trying out for the first time. And I think uh, we feel a little bit more comfortable in it. And I guess after writing for a little bit more time, we've kind of gotten to feel out the sounds we want to explore and and try some new stuff. Um, and I feel like lyrically, I've, I've gotten a little bit better at um, I don't know, I guess trying to write, like, the people that I like to listen to. Um, I usually kind of go in phases as far as writing, and I kind of take a lot of time to just absorb the things I like and, and figure out, okay, what do I like about this song, and how can I put that into my own writing or channel into my own writing?
3: It's a little bit more mature of a release for us, and it's a lot closer. It's, like, the sound that we feel like we are now, and we're pretty proud of that. So, like, I'm very excited for it to be out and for people to listen to it, hopefully, you know?
4: Yeah, the thing about... I guess just releasing any record is that we really don't know if it's... I mean, there's no such thing as truly, like, good or bad art, but we really don't know... I don't know what anyone will think of it or what genre they'll think it is or, you know, what tracks they like the most or or least. So, yeah, it's going to be really fun to see what the public thinks. Awesome.
2: No, we're definitely looking forward to it. We're glad that we were able to chat so close to the release. Sometimes that doesn't happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And regarding your recent single that we played on the show recently, Five yes. Finger <laughs> Exploding Part Technique is one of my favorite themes for a song. So um, in an interview with Brooklyn Vegan, you state that this track relates to issues regarding performative activism. Can you talk a bit on this?
4: Yeah. So the first line for this song that I came up with was, came up to offer me a ride and, um, usually kind of the way I write is that I, I just ad-lib over the guitar that I have written and I try to kind of, you know, listen to my subconscious as cheesy as that seems and just like kind of see what the words that come to me are and then try to interpret what that means. So when I came up with that, I, I was interested and I was like, I wonder, you know, what is that about? And then I kind of realized that I was writing about um, the experience of being catcalled. And then as I thought about this idea of, of, of someone, you know, trying to give you a ride or trying to Coax you places you don't want to go. It would just kind of segwayed into how I feel as a queer person sometimes, Um, in regards to corporate reactions to things like Pride or or any celebration of LGBTQ plus issues. um, There's always sort of that, I guess, to me as as it seems, there's always sort of that kind of fakeness that comes with that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, whenever these companies that have histories of, you know, whether it's like Target with their history of donating to anti-gay corporations or you know, Chick-fil-A, you know, stuff like that. It's like everywhere you go, I feel like you you can find some sort of performative allyship. I think even, you know, I feel like we've all known people at one point or another where, you know, they'll, they'll claim to be like, you know, super supportive and then you'll hear them say something that, you know, you wouldn't want them to say or something that isn't nice. Um, so I just was kind of thinking about that and the intersection of these two identities and um, just kind of the similar ways that they make me feel. Um, I think that the idea of, you know, kind of continuing to walk and kind of saying no to that ride is the idea of, like, I'm not accepting your fake celebration of me because I, I know it's not genuine. And I think as as far as I live, like, I don't know, authenticity has always been really important to me. And I feel like if there's one thing that I want to come across in our music, it's it's that. Um, like, I, I don't really hide it that I... I don't really sing that much and I don't have any training or anything Um, and I feel like the only thing I'm trying to be is is passable and myself so I'm like uh, there's definitely a lot of um, work to be done as far as that goes I know I have a lot of work to do in terms of just being able to hear myself and not cringe and stuff like that but I I don't ever plan on, on hiding that struggle I think I think it's important to you know say what I'm really feeling I feel like you know if I'm not in art, to be honest, then what, I'm, what am I in it for? So mm-hmm. that's a little bit about that.
2: Probably for the money. Yeah, Why <laughs> for the money, I would say. We're that's the- why I'm in art. <laughs> <laughs> We're the same way too. We really appreciate authenticity. There's just something kind of like, almost like residue sometimes too, when you interact with people and you can tell that they are acting a certain way in order to kind of fulfill that role of that moment and sometimes it's malicious sometimes it's not malicious sometimes it's manipulative sometimes it's not sometimes people just genuinely are that way and they're kind of whiplashing and like their whole personhood Like that, but yeah and it's just I definitely feel that and sometimes too when you're really authentic people are like oh ooh gross and it's like why is that gross like I'm very honest and open with people totally
4: yeah it's it's hard to I don't know sometimes it's hard to be honest without you know hurting people's feelings and I think in that case I, I kind of Mm -hmm. It's, it's interesting to kind of explore like okay how can I say this in a way that is true but is also polite and is also empathetic and is also I don't know just acknowledging the context of everything but um you know I think it's worth trying
2: absolutely and I think that's a um message a lot of people can relate to um so I implore everyone if you haven't already check out that song and it's on. we played on the show, so you yeah. should have heard it already.
0: Yeah, and yeah. check out the music video because you did some sick scooter tricks. In your, Thank you. In an office chair in a skate park. Is the office chair already there? Or did you bring your own office chair? Oh,
4: no, that's my own, and I use it to this day. I've had that idea of bringing an office chair to a skate park. Oh, man, I've had that in my head for years now. Like, I've just wanted to do that so bad. Take an office chair up a ramp. <laughs> Love that. And it finally came true.
2: Yes. And then based off your, well, on your first EP, you have a song called Triple Gooberberry Sunrise, which we love. And which is like the signature ice cream treat that Spongebob and Patrick like get drunk off of in the original Spongebob movie.
4: I see you know your lore.
2: I do. I know my Spongebob lover very well. I I remember when Gary showed me that song, I was like, the Spongebob ice cream. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So we were wondering if you have any favorite treats that you like to chow down on after a good gig or a good music video filming sesh or just
3: like when you're feeling down and need to pick me up. Well, our year Oh yeah, beer. (laughs) Beer's good. But our our go-to place before like the world kind of shut down was probably IHOP. We would spend a lot of time after a gig just like let's go to IHOP because it's open late. You could just like get like something really sugary and just like sit down and hang out with your friends. It's mm-hmm. a good time, but I don't know. Besides that, I guess we re- we usually are pretty hungry after a gig, so maybe like pizza or beer or whatever, whatever's around and open because it's usually late.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been known to also uh, be in many uh, McDonald's uh, parking lots uh, eating our little cheeky nuggets. Yeah,
3: very, very nice. So you can find us there.
1: Yeah,
2: I definitely miss doing that, Gary. After gigs, going to get a little Jack in the Box munchy meal.
4: Yeah. Oh, that's right. You guys have Jack in the Box. Yeah, oh, that. you guys we probably do. have in and out too, right? Yeah. We do. Man, I'm missing in and out Ugh.
3: But you know what? They don't have this place called Portillo's. And Portillo's. Um, really is um,
4: so. Ma'am. We, we do. We got a Portillo's? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> in Buena no Park.
0: Way. We got There's one. no reason
4: to live here anymore.
0: <laughs> we got one. <laughs> you know, you got to drive LA. like 25 minutes, 30 I minutes to get Portillo's. there, but we got one.
2: You, yeah, you guys win. You <laughs> No, my uh, my dad is from Chicago, and he uh, introduced me to Portillos at a very young age. And when we'd come back and visit, his family would always get Portillos. And then I remember when I came out here, um, my dad actually we like he lived here. My whole family lived here for a long time too, so he was aware. But every time he comes out to hang, we hit up the Portillos. Got him. It's so it's so Those good onion too. Rings, dude. Mm. Oh, I like the chocolate cake
3: milkshake. Yes, dude.
4: I like that it's always combined with a pasta place like you could really do whatever you want there well the ones around here are
3: that's that's portillo's and barnelli's and that's only some of them god so
2: good I um I do though a lot of my family from Chicago would uh snub me though when I would request mayonnaise on my beef dip they'd be like that's disturbing and I'm like no it's kind of good with the melty cheese and the the I have never tried that baju. They think it's very criminal, but it's like It's just a little
3: tang um, I will tame. say that Portillo's has really good mayonnaise Just in general
0: so yeah. it's
3: good.
0: Also the thing about Portillo's here It's right next to Knott's Berry Farm
4: mm-hmm. Yes Isn't that where Shaq went?
0: Yes. Yeah, where his butt his, his butt, 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 was too big. His butt he got stuck in right? the sea Yeah, yeah.
4: famous tweet uh, I guess Haley doesn't know her lore yeah, that's me yelling.
0: And speaking <laughs> yeah. of that, could you share your favorite meme of recent time?
4: Dude, should I, like, send it to you or should I just, like, read it?
0: Just read it.
2: You can, like, try to describe it auditorily I-, I have
4: one you guys might like so i have one on my phone have you guys seen this uh, meme of like this heart locket opening and then course, there's like yes. stuff okay great god you guys are so smart <laughs> okay i have one on my phone that says uh it opens up and then it says chicky tendies my beloved yes <laughs> um i also have one uh some screenshots from cars and it says hacker telling me my name hacker telling me my address and then it's Lightning McQueen going by both of them and it says me who already knew both of those.
3: Oh my god.
4: Uh, Haley, you have any you'd like to Let's contribute? Yeah, one of
3: my one of my favorites to send right now is this picture of Kermit like holding his like little coat. He's all dressed up and in text over it it says, if you hate me then kill me or shut the fuck up. But it's the, <laughs> wrong-, it's the wrong van. <laughs> Oh, Here, shut the fuck up. and then there's also this one that i've been sending around and it just says this is a pee test <laughs> and it says if you're seeing this post please pee your pants <laughs> right now
1: <laughs> oh, so that's
4: God. dude i have one on my phone i just have these it says it's a uh, it's from a facebook marketplace post and it says game boy advance full of beans <laughs> Like oh. like new probably doesn't work because it's full of beans.
0: Is it a, no. like an original advance or like an SP?
4: It's an original advance, and oh. it's the last line says no lowball offers.
2: I know what I have. Yes, <laughs>
0: those oh. are my top.
2: Do you have a favorite meme you'd like to share, Gary?
0: Um, do
2: you want a minute? I have. I already have like five. Oh my god! Please go. I have one that says the crock barrel barrel. Pe- the cracker barrel peg game fandom is dying retweet if you love
3: pegging (laughs) which is not the name of the game I straight up I have one of those little jumping games right on my table right in front of me it's like a centerpiece in my table
2: (laughs) I have one as well and like I I try to get people to play it and they're like this is stupid I'm like somebody's never been to Cracker Barrel before yeah you guys are
3: not cultured you've never been to Cracker Barrel
2: (laughs) not to become like an old person but when I see those kids at the iPads I'm like hmm never had to play the Cracker Barrel peg game before Uh did we now
3: dude my family on every road trip we would just go to like a cracker barrel for some reason as like a food destination it's so trashy but like to look at those toys and like play checkers by the fireplace while you wait for your macaroni is it's such a memory it's a i wish
2: it wasn't so coded but because it is a fine establishment of good food a little store just very it has good vibes, but I'm sure if you were a person of color and you go in there, you'll oh be like, "Oh my god, no, yeah, no, these vibes definitely. are not good." I'm sure if I took Gary in there, Gary would be like, "Let's go home." I don't I've feel comfortable I've never had in it here. as an
3: adult. Like, I don't think the food would even be that good anymore. But yeah, it's a childhood thing for sure. Yeah, it's like you look at all the toys and you're like, "This is fucking cool." Exactly. A talking parrot toy. <laughs> and a bunch this of very old-timey chairs. like rock candy. It's weird. Whose idea was that? Anyways, I don't know.
2: My mom was always obsessed with the rocking chair. She's like, "We gotta get one," <laughs> and then she'd
3: look at the price tag and she'd be like, "That's expensive." Yeah, does anybody ever buy those, or they just like leave a hundred rocking chairs out front? Like, I think my mom
2: would was every time we would go, she'd shop a little bit around and be like, "Hmm, maybe the chair." <laughs> maybe today. be today. Today it could never be the day. happened. I got a meme. You got a meme? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: It was. It's like a possum. It looks very snug in a scarf and a little flower head thing and it says i am no one i have no desire to be anyone i'm simply trying to vibe." Yes,
4: i believe we tweeted, you- we yes. tweeted that out a couple of days ago yes, um, I saw that one. that's our brand man that's it's, it
0: it's from you but I, I, it's one of my favorite thing about it all the time now and also i have one too where it's sonic and it says don't expect to bless you after the third sneeze get your shit together oh that's i I didn't know sonic
4: felt that way about me i'm sorry
2: also since we have the time i have one from that girl uh it's a screenshot from that girl on tiktok who's saying like gen z you can suck it song yeah and somebody was like bruh this is so embarrassing and then she was dancing and said i was physically bullied in my youth
4: (laughs) oh my god how do you
2: how do you clap back to that it's not very much as a meme, as much Good as a... Good for
3: her, yeah, like doubling yeah. down on her
2: cringe. Absolutely. I'll attempt to describe this picture auditorily. The meme we just sent to you, we cut for time a little bit to, you know... Because sending memes, is, we were doing it in the old-fashioned way. The internet
0: should be easier. But,
2: I know, but anyway, yeah. that
4: process took two hours.
2: <laughs> so this, uh, so this picture is a Chicago-style pizza, but it is from a restaurant in Seattle. I will not name them to save them their dignity. Um, that they're claimed to be a Chicago-style pizza. It is has a ver- like a jet black crust. The pepperonis have become cups of oil and are jet black <laughs> around the rims. And the top is like all red of a little bit of cheese.
1: Po- I see, ounce, <laughs> I see that, like that to maybe it looks like a
3: like a messed up deep dish.
2: One yeah. side
1: of it's cheese. So,
2: my question is twofold. Number 1, I guess, are you a fan of Chicago style deep dish pizza? I know it's a polarizing opinion. And two, if you are, what is your opinion as sh- Chicago Knights, if I think that might be the term of this rancid
3: rancid rancid pizza? that I've displayed for Uh, for I'm probably not the best, like, pizza spokesperson because I don't... I just don't eat a lot of pizza. I'm not really a pizza kind of person. But that being said, it does look atrocious. (laughs) Um, I do kind of like when a pepperoni is all crispy, though. That can taste good, but the crust being burnt is absolutely a (laughs) Uh, no-go.
4: Yeah, I actually don't like deep dish pizza. Um, I... Yeah, we are a horrible representation. But to me, man, that's too much crust. You gotta back up on that crust.
3: And you gotta back up on the cheese. And maybe the sauce too. Dude, deep dish isn't crust. It's like a pie, but it's just filled with sauce. I think you mean too much sauce.
4: Well, I'm not hungry enough for that much
3: pizza. It's kind of like soup pizza. It's just like a lot of sauce. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's like a
4: casserole. And that doesn't really, like, I just want to eat with my hand, like the classic way, you know?
3: Absolutely. Yeah, not a fan. I think it's just a different category than regular pizza.
2: Yeah. Some people get so angry about it. Like New Yorkers, they're like, that isn't pizza. I'm like, it's like oh. a different a kind of isn't. meal.
3: Yeah. I don't, it's like how spaghetti is different than pizza. It's all the same ingredients, but it's just like a little bit different. Mixed yeah. Around. So or, true, Bestie.
2: I don't consider a flatbread pizza like from those California pizza kitchens oh. pizza. That's a healthy snack.
4: Yeah. That's a cracker with sauce on it.
2: Yeah. That's a little Ritz cracker meal that somebody made in the back. Yeah. A little I bitty mean, saltine. Yeah. That's a healthy snack, Rebecca. <laughs> Bring them back. I believe one of you had said you were in a cover band, too, so this question would be a little fun. Are there any songs you've yet to
3: cover that you're desperately wanting to? Um, Not really, because of the cover <laughs> band. I think okay. I've, I've played many a other person's song in my life, but it definitely it definitely set me up to be like a better musician and a better player just like learning all those other songs but it did kind of get beat out of me a little bit at the end there and I don't know maybe maybe some more alternative because we we covered a lot of like pop and stuff like that so
4: I think a big challenge like when you go to cover a song like live or just record it is that like how do I make this either as good as the original or like somehow make it better and I feel like those two things are are so challenging because if we like a song enough to cover it chances are it's pretty good so that's probably the most intimidating part
3: we will be doing a cover pretty soon though for um what's the for it's like for a a pride compilation so stay tuned yep awesome will that be out more so in june-ish i assume um i think so yeah okay But we're we're excited about that. We kind of wanna we're trying to find a song that we can like pick and change to like be our own, Mm
1: -hmm. because I think
3: that's a big challenge when covering is like what are you adding to this? And if you're just doing the exact same thing, it's not gonna be better than the original person. So like, what are you gonna change? What are you gonna like make your own so that it's interesting to listen to?
2: Yeah, definitely. And once again, to plug a very awesome compilation that came out. a couple about a couple weeks back now at the time of debut of this episode the gossip girl compilation by our pals and neighbors uh precious bitch presents also in suzy true i um we unfortunately can't play it on the show because it is not on spotify yet but um our friend g um, whose solo project is called Little Fighter, did exactly what you just described with the song um, Time to Pretend" 10 from MGMT.
3: Oh, that's awesome.
2: I was like, dang, I don't know the names of the dudes in MGMT, but I'm like, they need to hear this and realize this There's is what they should have M-T. done. MGMT. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you all know Andrew Van Win Garden and Bol- and Ben Goldwasser? Those
2: sound like they fake names.
0: I only remember it because um, I had t- my old time of friend mutuals um, all had like variations of that name, but like in a meme way. So mm. Andrew Van Win Garden is a real name.
3: That's crazy.
4: He was number one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I was into music and. High school, and I believe it said this on the show before, but I avoided at all costs learning the names and the appearances of the musicians I liked simply because one time I found out I thought a musician was very dreamy from like the, the songs, you know. And I'm like, wow, what a what a hunk! And then I looked him up and I was like, that's man is like 60 years old.
4: <laughs> it was, was all like, American rejects, wasn't it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> In a way, yes. <laughs> The spiritual successor, yes. I can't remember the band, but I just remember I was like, "Oh man." No, that can be very
3: jarring. Yeah. I I know that happens to me with podcasts a lot. Like I'll listen to a podcast and I'll have a very clear idea of like what this person looks like to me, and then Mm -hmm. if I find out anything about them, I'm like, "What the heck? Like, you're your own person that I didn't imagine."
2: Yeah. And also nowadays too, with all these bands coming out with allegations and stuff of that nature, it's like. Oh God! It's like you know. I sometimes it's like I don't want to get too attached to these.
3: Oh, absolutely. People, everybody's canceled because they all yeah. suck. Rightfully so, they are. Yeah, definitely. But Gary,
2: you had two questions to discuss.
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> are there any local artists or artists you've played alongside, or just enjoyed, who you like listeners to know about?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um. We have a couple... We have actually a lot of bands that are our friends. Um, some of them include Background Character, Pretty Pleased, Super Kick, Splits, Violet Crime, August Hotel. There's so many bands here, man. And they're all really good. Um, what else? Geeked. Shout out Christian. That's my boy. Who else? Haley. anybody else? Uh, little old Man, yeah. Girl K. Yeah, Girl K is great. Uh, we put one of their songs on here.
3: there's this band i've been listening to recently called the ophelia's i'm not sure where they're from but they're they're very good yeah a lot of a lot of stuff like that awesome and then gary is it time
0: yeah it's time
3: oh no time
0: for what are you ready (laughs) going to
3: be executed are you ready yeah
0: can you please define your perfect bagel
3: Oh, yes. I've been waiting my whole life to answer this question in an interview. So thank you for setting this up for me.
0: You're
3: welcome. Um, My perfect bagel does exist. It's out there in the world. And it's from the Great American Bagel. And it is, uh, it has like cinnamon, but also blueberries. So it has like sugar on top and it's like a blueberry bagel. And they just load that shit with so much cream cheese that Great American Bagel. Dude, they put way too much, but it's great. It's just, it's fantastic. It's
4: all about the sugar for you, isn't it? Yes. You know, I go with more of a savory bagel myself. Um, I really love a nice garlic bagel. And from there, you know, we'll get crazy with those toppings. Well, um, if I'm looking for a nice lunchtime bagel, I think I would like a nice like Mediterranean vegetable bagel. So maybe like on a garlic bagel, you have your, maybe like a nice dill spread or a nice red roast pepper spread. Um, put some greens on there, maybe some spinach, maybe some marugula. Um, so you got the peppers. Uh, maybe some cucumber if you're trying to make it fresh. You got to get that cheese on there. Maybe some turkey if I'm feeling crazy. What else? Yeah, just those kind of like really nice veggie bagels is what I go for.
3: I feel like you just said the opposite bagel that I said. <laughs> That's
2: why we work so well together. Balance. Yeah. <laughs> to wrap up this amazing conversation we've had, um, are you working on I guess this is a three pronged question so number one are you working on any other artistic projects you'd like to plug at this point in time
4: oh yeah uh, we started a record label uh, wow, pretty cool basically this year um, as a way to sell We Can run club merch okay cool merch and um, hopefully later in the future um, some other merch for local bands that um, maybe don't have the resources or you know want to put the labor somewhere else and you know have their uh merch shipments taken care of um and yeah so we're going to hope to grow that this year a little bit more and eventually kind of do more stuff for bands uh, just in terms of marketing and and tour routing um and stuff like that so you can check out take a hike like records.limitedrun.com if you want to check that out for us but besides that yeah check out we run club check out okay cool that's our stuff we're doing anything else (laughs)
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, if you have them, we know it's difficult right now. Are there any goals or things we can look forward to in regards to Okay Cool at this time? Um, we know the EP is coming out very soon. Um, so, and just tell us what you got coming up on the docket.
3: We got a very fun music video coming out pretty soon. We don't exactly have a release date for that yet, but that will be out probably this month or next month. Um, yeah, we got a live session coming out for um, to promote the release of the album where we, we got together and we played um, through it. And so that's very exciting.
4: And then we're going to be playing a live stream show uh, in April. Not sure when that will be officially announced, but keep your eyes on our social media to be the first one to find out.
2: Awesome, awesome, awesome. And then by the time this is out, you'll have your um, single divers out. Right yes. before the album premiere. Yes. Um the EP premiere, my bad. Album EP. I mean Same sometimes if. Spotify doesn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't it has an issue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then finally tell everybody where they can find you on this In internet. my house. Um no.
4: <laughs> no, don't. Um, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. All of our usernames are always okay cool band. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn if you'd like to professionally connect with me yep you can uh, you can write me via snail mail That's all we have though right like
3: uh, yeah that and our, our merch is gonna be up on takeahikerecords.limitedrun.com. Awesome. hike <laughs> record that's, that's it yeah.
2: Thank you so so much for chatting with us today for those listening um, their single divers is already out and their EP surrealist will be coming out the following yeah. friday the of this yes the 26th so the following friday of this sunday release date um thank you so much okay cool for chatting and thank making you us so laugh
4: much. this was a blast <laughs> thank you guys
2: of course and then anything you want to add gary for our 75th episode
0: yes don't forget to drink water
2: thank you gary very
0: awesome. important That's just a reminder to myself.
3: (laughs) That
2: is. That is a good reminder, Gary.
3: Well, we're very blessed to have been the 75th and the first Chicago band, so I hope nobody can ever break that record. Yeah. Yeah. We're the first uh, 75th Chicago band. We were also the first
4: band to be from Chicago, so... Ever. Yeah, ever. Yeah. So it's pretty big.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you to everyone for listening, and we will be back next Sunday with another episode
0: on despair on the
2: air Bye-bye. bye
0: bye 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 bye
2: thanks for listening to our interview with chicago based Cool, cool band. Okay, cool. We had a very fun time chatting with them. Made for an excellent 75th episode. 75 going strong. Wow. Does that mean this is elderly now? Since we have 75 episodes, it
0: means we're gonna we're gonna die in like five years. Ah. Oh, I'm just that.
1: kidding.
0: I'm just kidding. We'll be here forever.
2: I don't know, Gary. You're going to be 30 in five years, so...
0: <laughs>
2: Eww.
0: I'm going to be 30 in five years.
2: You'll turn into dust. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I don't feel so good. This is <laughs> But anyway, we got three songs for you to think about instead of the slow, cruel cool passes of Chime, the first of which is a single by the band We Are Trees. It's called Afraid of Love. And Carrie found something, found out something interesting about
0: this. Yes, this appeared under Discover Weekly.
2: Mm-hmm, I'm a big fan of this band. Uh, they are, uh, oh, they haven't put anything out really though in the last, in almost 10, 10 years. 10
0: years. And um, this song, I imagine said it was a new release.
2: I did, I did.
0: But it actually, Turns out, I did some research. I was like, hmm, they're back. I was like, I want to see more about them. And there I mean, any articles and, like, any news on their upcoming releases. No, it's this song came out 10 years ago. But magically appeared on Spotify. It's not even their band camp. So I don't know where it came from or who put it. But if you're there, we are trees. Please, please, please make more music. Or not. We respect your... Yeah, decision.
2: you might be doing other things now, like planting trees.
0: Or being an accountant. Who knows? Who knows?
2: But after that, we got the song Intellectual by Pow Pig.
0: And to end off the show, we got Be Your Own Muse by Haley Blaze.
2: From the album Below the Salt. Yes. We hope you have enjoyed this special 75th episode. And we hope you tune in next week for number 76. Nice nice
0: nice one
2: thank you for listening and thank you especially to all the guests who have appeared on the show we have not had 75 guests yet but we have had darn close to 75 guests I would assume somewhere in the upper 60s yeah
0: we're close like really close So, who will be our 69th guest who knows sexy
2: nice nice Anywho, thank you so much for supporting us. Um, we have a Kofi <laughs> link now too. If you want to give us one dollar for a McDonald's small fry,
0: yes. I uh, don't this is a dollar
2: anymore. Who knows? Uh you can give us one dollar for a mini frosty.
0: Find the link on our social media at the Spare on the Air.
2: And if not, send us a meme. Yes, send us a
0: meme. Send us your favorite meme speaking of memes from the interview send us your favorite meme
2: absolutely
0: also send us some um some good fitness tips i don't know i'm going with this i'm just thinking randomly i don't know i mean
2: sure i don't mind recipes uh poetry
0: dream journal no don't do that
2: screenshots of dramatic events
0: thank you for listening
2: thank you for listening
0: now we're here thank you for listening to this bear on the air Bye bye. Bye bye. Gen Z, you can suck it. Can't tell me what to wear. I've been rocking this side part.
2: I was trying to snap along, but my fingers don't snap too well. That's all, folks.